Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it, again. I'm back at it again, man. Listen, we have quite a bit to discuss. Jets and the Browns played a preseason game, okay, last night. Boy, oh, boy, isn't it exciting? Football is back, okay? And I'm hyped. Are you guys fired up or what, man? Are you guys Come on. I'm hyped up, all right? So we're going to be discussing that. We're going to be discussing some of the things that we saw from the game, uh, some of the guys that stood out, and, you know, how we're feeling about it, okay? And we'll also get to the callers again. Line is open, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in, and when you call in, be patient. We will get to the lines we want to speak to people, okay? So let me go ahead and get into the show because I'm fired up. Listen, I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I really, really do. I appreciate all the feedback as well. For those of you that do not know, I'm also on Twitter as well. Go on over to Twitter, okay, type in at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe, okay, follow, I'll follow you right back, and let's go back and forth, all right? Also, your boy is on iTunes as well. Go on over to iTunes, okay, type in the Long Beach Joe Show, the Long Beach Joe Show on iTunes, okay? Subscribe to the podcast, leave me a five-star rating. And let me know what you folks think about what I'm doing here, all right? You can leave me some feedback on there as well, and I greatly appreciate all of the feedback that is given to your boy. I do. But, again, leave your boy a five-star rating, okay? Leave it up and let me know what's going on, all right? For those of you that do not know as well, salutes to all the savages in the chat, all right? Listen here. There are some people that pop on. They hear the show, right? They hear me – uh. Hear me on Blog Talk Radio, for those of you, you know, that listen to me on Blog Talk Radio, blogtalkradio.com backslash Long Beach Joe Show. All right, for those of y'all that do that, sometimes they pop in and catch your boy on YouTube. Yo, we live stream the show, okay? We live stream the show on YouTube. We've been doing this, okay? Let me tell you something. When you slide in on YouTube, you see your boy, all right? I got... I got everything set up. The setup's beautiful. Everything's looking good. And people be like, dang, Joe, you know, we like your takes. We like hearing about what you think. We love discussing the Jets with you. We love hearing your takes. We didn't know you were so handsome. Listen, ladies, thank you. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate it. I'm not an arrogant guy, you know. I'm just working with what I got here. And if the ladies love it, I love the ladies, all right? So I want to thank you for all you saying I'm so handsome. And thank you for enjoying my show and all the takes. But let me tell you something. When you come over here, you better beware, okay? Beware when you enter my show on YouTube, okay? Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Because uh, you will be running into my chat, and I call my chat the savages. You want to know why? Because they're savage. Listen, my chat gets after it, man. 
They don't care who you are. They don't care where you're from, what you're about, nothing. If they don't like your takes, okay, they're going to let you know what time it is, okay? And nobody is safe, not even me, not even me, okay? <laughs> so beware when you come over here. You know, they're, they're nice people, but uh, they're very passionate about football. They're very passionate about this team, and they want their takes. Salutes to all the savages. I see you. Mo Dean salutes. He says, football is back, and the Jets will win another eight to nine game. We'll see. We'll see. It's looking better than that, all right? Arizona Jets salutes. Good to see you in here. Edward Stewart salutes. Good to see you in here as well. Savages going back and forth. All right. And I'll come to I'll come to y'all in a second. Put your questions in the chat. I will come to you. Okay. And I will uh answer your question. Keep in mind I'm one man. All right. But I will come to y'all and I do read questions from the savages live during this show. So just know when you come on over to YouTube, okay, again type in Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Subscribe, hit that notification bell so when I post content, you'll be in the know. And please give the stream, the videos, anything you're checking out, a thumbs up so, uh, you know, it helps the algorithm. Please give the stream a thumbs up right now live. Helps the algorithm, all right? Helps me get out there, all right? Also, share it across social media with your friends and your family. I always love interacting with people that way as well. People catch me and check out the show there. So, listen, it's time to get into it. Okay, and I'm fired up. Again, lines are hot, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking live callers. Hold on just one second, callers. Just give me one second, a couple minutes, and we're going to go straight to the lines because I want to hear from the people, okay? Now listen here. The Jets and Browns, all right, had a Hall of Fame game, preseason game. All right, we're going to discuss it. Jets did lose to the Browns 16-21. to I know there were some Jets fans that were upset about it. To be honest, I don't really care. <laughs> I'm just going to break that right off the bat. I don't really care that we lost the game. It's just a preseason game to me. It was more about right watching the players go out there and put their best foot forward, watching guys go out there, get some snaps, and see what they had. All right. Now, when I was watching this game, there were some very impressive things that I saw, and I want to start with the Jets' offense because I think that was kind of – the biggest question about, uh, you know, this, this, this team coming in to this upcoming preseason game, especially questions like Zach Wilson, right? That's one of the biggest questions marks on the team. A lot of people looking at him saying, hey, what is he going to look like? He's coming back from that horrific year he had last season, a lot of crazy stuff. He lost his confidence. He was looking just a mess out there, right? Couldn't get things together. Can he rebound from that? What is he going to look like now? Well, Zach Wilson came out. He was three for five, right? 65 yards throwing the football. He led two drives that ended in field goals, so that was six points for him, right? I thought that Zach Wilson looked good. I really did. I thought he made smart throws. And the big thing for me is he didn't force anything, right? Last season, we saw him force footballs where they did not belong, which turned into interceptions. That's kind of been his thing before. And he just played within the confines of the offense. So I really like what he brought to the table. His first drive, you know, he, he tried to move and shake. It ended on a third down. He was trying to get outside the pocket. He ended up slipping uh, and falling, which happens, right? But then he was able to rebound, come out, and get some really quality throws out there. One of them was a 57-yard bomb to Malik Taylor. And let me tell you something. Zach Wilson, when, he, when he's throwing that football deep, when you see him drop back and just let it rock, bro, those deep, those deep balls look effortless. It does not look like he's trying that hard to, th- to throw that deep at all. He just lets it rip. 
which tells you what. This guy has all the physical tools that it takes to make it in the league. I keep telling people this. He has it. He has all the physical tools to make it. He can make the throws. We saw that last season. There were throws that he was making last season, stuff across his body and late that you shouldn't be able to get in there. But because his arm is so strong and he's so athletic, right, he was able to do that. It's the upstairs stuff that we've always worried about with Zach Wilson. Can he properly read the defense? Can he define what's happening out there so that he can make the proper adjustments? Can he get it together quickly that way? And through that, right, working within the pocket, can he do that? That's a mental game. Even Aaron Rodgers has talked to that, talked about that as well with him. Understanding how to win from inside the pocket, that's a lot of mental stuff. Recognizing defenses, understanding where guys are, where they're going to come from. Where's the pressure coming from? Are they sending a blitz? Are they not sending a blitz? What kind of coverages are they in? What kind of matchups do I have as the New York Jets starting quarterback that I could take advantage of right now in this second, right? That's been Zach's biggest problem is identifying those things and taking advantage of them. I thought he played solidly, though. And to me, you know, he's taking his steps. He looked clean. He was concise, very, very nice with the football and let it rip. So I like what he did out there. And even after the game, he talked about how, you know, he's growing. He even talked about how Aaron Rodgers is helping him along and that Aaron Rodgers doesn't have to help him along, but he does it. And he's very appreciative of it. So I thought that Zach looked good. Can't wait to continue to see him out there. And again, he's a guy that's battling for that number two spot, the second quarterback spot. Like I said, I think he looks good. Tim Boyle as well. I thought he looked solid as well, okay? The thing I like about Tim Boyle is how quickly he gets the ball out of his hands. He reminds me a lot of Mike White from that aspect, right? Tim Boyle drops back, and he's made a decision about two seconds, and it is gone. (laughs) It is gone, all right? So, you know, I like what Tim Boyle did out there. Then you look at the New York Jets offensive line. (laughs) Let me tell you something. That boy Becton was out there, okay? That boy Becton was out there. Now, before the game, there was talks that he was 20 to 25 snaps, that he was out there 20 to 25 snaps, okay? But turns out that that didn't happen because he pulled himself from the game. And I'm going to let you folks hear what he had to say about the situation of why he only played, I think it was seven snaps, okay? Go ahead and listen to this from Becton. There you have it, right? He was feeling it a little bit for the game. We know that he's coming back from that knee injury, right? Still trying to get it together, get some strength within that knee. And he was feeling it a little bit before. We know that the ground in there, the turf, that was a situation. We, you know, we saw guys slipping and moving and stuff like that. And he decided after those snaps, hey, you know, got to play it, play it close, play it safe. All right, again, this is a preseason game. Let's not do too much. Let me go ahead and pull myself here. And he did just that. And even Robert Sulla had a little bit to say about it as well. I'm going to let you folks hear what he had to say to the media as well. As you heard from Coach Sulla right there as well, talking about the knee situation, and he's just trying to build confidence in that knee, right? We heard, again, Makai Beckton talk about how things weren't feeling too good You know, he started feeling a little tightness before the game and pulled himself out of the seven snaps just to make sure. And, again, keeping in mind that even after those snaps, he did go out there 
you know, and play in special teams and stuff like that. We saw him on the field goal unit too. So I'll tell you what, even though we didn't see 20 to 25 snaps from Makai Becton, the snaps that we did see him out there, he was very solid, okay? I'm talking about very solid. He looked physically dominant out there. He was pushing guys around. He was yoking guys up. The pass blocking was good. His movement looked good. And I know that some people are upset because he only played, you know, a couple snaps before he pulled himself. But I'm going to say this. It's the first preseason game. If he felt uncomfortable, right, they felt uncomfortable, the trainers as well agreed to, to let him sit down, I'm fine with it because it's just preseason. He still builds strength into that knee. When he was out there, though, he looked phenomenal. Why risk it? Why risk it on a field that, you know, it's the Hall of Fame game, preseason game? Let it be, right? What we did see out of Makai, though, is he's rebounding. He's getting back into his true form. And I tell you what, I tell you what, he is going to be solid. If that knee continues to build strength and things continue to look good, he is going to be solid, solid, solid this upcoming season. Those snaps that we saw from Makai Becton, he was dominating. He was. He looks like he's, he looks like he's getting back into his old form. And that Makai Becton, the Makai Becton we saw when he was fully healthy as a rookie, was a top tackle in this league. If Makai Becton can get back to that, continue to build strength up in the knee, continue to build confidence in that knee, boy, oh boy, are the New York Jets going to be in a great position, in a great situation. Because that's going to, and keep in mind, he was lined up at left tackle. The New York Jets in a position to have one of the top tackles blocking for Aaron Rodgers and making sure that he did, doesn't get his head taken off. That's a beautiful position to be in. So I like what I saw from Akai Becton in the snaps that he was out there being cautious with the knee in the first preseason game, in a preseason game period. I'm completely fine with that. But I'm sure we'll be talking about that. Again, the lines are open, 515-602-9639, right? Tipman, I thought was all right as well. Of course, there's some things that he can clean up, right? There's some things that he can clean up. He's a rookie, rookie center. But he went out there and, you know, did his thing. There were some question marks about the offensive line as the game continued on. But, again, you know, a lot of these guys are back up. They're getting their footing underneath themselves. Another guy as well that I thought was impressive, Izzy Adabanakanda. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Listen here. The speed is real. This guy can move, okay? He was making some runs out there. And there were some runs where I felt like he could have hit the hole a little bit harder. He was a little hesitant at times, Right. But there was a run where he had a 10-yard touchdown run where he got to the left outside and outrun this guy and hit the pylon. This kid can go, okay? He's got some burners on him. I loved what I saw from him. He had nine carries, 27 yards. He had a catch in five yards as well. He's going to be doing his thing. This is a kid that can have some real impact for us in this running back room, in the mix. He could absolutely be in the mix, uh, you know, this upcoming season, getting carries and, and doing things. So, this is a guy that can have some impact for us offensively off the, off the bat. So I'm excited about Izzy. want to continue to see him doing his thing again. I just want to see him hit the hole a little bit harder sometimes. I felt like he was a little hesitant at times and missed some opportunities. But, man, when he goes, he goes, okay? But, again, he's a rookie. You know, he's still learning his, learning his way in the NFL first preseason came. But I'm excited about him and the talent. The wide receiver as well, as we know, our wide receiver room is, man, we've got some talent. Malik Taylor, 
again had that 57-yard catch. He made a beautiful catch. Um, Jason Brownlee as well looked good. Okay, two catches for 17 yards. I think he could have – I personally think he could have had one more, but there was a Browns defender there that kind of knocked the ball away. And then you got Alex Erickson. Alex Erickson is an extremely uh, interesting wide receiver. Because not only can he give you something in the receiving game, right? He's a veteran guy. We know he was with the Bengals for years. Not only can he give us something in the receiving game, he can also give us something on special teams. This guy is a punt returner, and he was out there doing his thing. So you got to start to think how much of that is going to play into Erickson possibly being able to grab a roster spot here, the punt returning ability. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Now to move on to the defense, man. The defense was, whoa. Defense was solid, all right? Defense went out there and did his thing early. Bryce Huff started early with a sack. Listen, Bryce Huff is one of the most underrated pass rushers in this league. He is. It was unbelievable. He's going to be a monster this upcoming year with all of the weapons that we have around him as well defensively. Man, Quinnen Williams, Jermaine Johnson, Will McDonald, who I'll get into in a second, Carl Lawson, Quentin Jefferson, whoa, right? We are going to be able to get after it this season, and Huff is going to be a big part of that. And I'm hyped, man. He looked really good. He looked really good. He killed a Browns drive on third down, as we know he is a third down monster, was able to get out there and get a stop, right? So he's looking good. The Jets' defense forced two turnovers, a fumble and a sack. Uh, Jamin Sherwood as well, I thought looked good out there too, and that's extremely important because Jamin is a guy that's looking like he's going to be able to grab that other outside linebacker spot, which is a huge hole, especially since Quan Alexander has signed with another football team. So it looks like we're moving forward with Jamin, and I thought he was all right. He was in on a play for a forced fumble, so he's looking good, building a little bit of confidence, you know, so we'll see what's going on there. Nezro Dean got hurt. Of course, I'm sure we'll hear about his injury update soon, uh, but he was out for the game. Dyer Barnes as well, I thought, looked good out there at linebacker. Chas Surrett had the interception. So our linebacker core is starting to shape out a little bit. You know, I still want to see more from them because that's one of the bigger question marks on the defense. Now, Will McDonald, man, boy, did he shine. Boy, did he shine against the Browns, let me tell you. Speed is insane. He is insane, bro. Like, he came out and put a spin move on a tackle and got around him. He didn't get the sack, but he got the hit. And that's another thing I think that people completely forget as well, is that, yeah, you would love to have your guy get the sack every time. We would love it. But sometimes that's not how it works. Sometimes just getting a QB off his spot, throwing the timing off on a play, having a QB let a ball go before he wants to because he knows if he doesn't, He's going to get his head taken off. That could absolutely disrupt a play or cause a turnover, interception. Can you imagine a quarterback seeing Will McDonald coming, coming straight at him with a head full of steam and going, look, I'm just going to chuck this up there in Sauce's direction? That's going to get picked off. <laughs> That's going to get picked off, dog. You can call that a day, right? Or DJ Reed's direction. That's going to get picked off, you know? So – I thought that Will McDonald looked good. Uh, He was moving and shaking all over the place. Even plays that were a little bit away from him, he was able to get to. This guy was getting off of blocks, and he is fast, man. He is so fast for a guy his size. I cannot wait to see him 
deployed this upcoming season within the defense. I'm excited about the kid, and I remember when he was drafted. I did a live draft show. Y'all can go back. And, of course, I talked to a lot of Jets fans that did not want this guy. You know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like he was in everybody, you know, everybody's draft board to become a New York Jet. But I tell you what, from day one, I was like, you know what, this pick makes sense. This kid can come here and do some things. And I think that he's got real great ability, great ability. His ability to get off blocks and his speed shines immediately. This Jets front is going to be something else. Uh, A guy that I thought could step it up a little bit, Eccles, he had some penalties early. He did make some plays here and there, but he's got to clean up those penalties. Another guy as well, Tony Adams, he didn't even play which bodes well for him, right? It says a lot about where he's at. You look at the depth chart that's been put out. He's actually listed to this point as the New York Jets starting free safety. And I'm saying this because he was a guy that I thought was competing for, you know, a spot within the depth of safety position, right? I came out and I was talking about Amos. I thought Amos would take it. But Tony Adams has shown up and shown out in camp. Sulla has talked about him constantly. All these guys have talked about him constantly. Man, let me tell you something. This guy is putting on, and I cannot wait to see what he's going to be able to bring to the Jets' defense, man. It's looking like he's going to be the guy that's going to be starting at safety. Special teams, whoo, Greg Zerline, Greg the leg, boy, oh, boy. He still got it, man. He still got it. This guy was three for three. He was out there doing his thing. 54-yard field goals. He was kicking from deep often, right? Now, why am I talking about this guy? Because the New York Jets, have had issues. Anybody remember Jason Myers? That was a while ago. We had him. He was a really good field goal kicker. Ever since we let him go away, we let him walk, the Jets have had issues at the kicking department, right? It's been all over the place. You can name a, a thousand kickers that we have. I remember one season we had like five, four or five, maybe six kickers in and out, missing field goals, stuff like that, right? Special teams can cost you. Field goal kickers, not making that kick when you need them the most will cost you. You can lose that way. You can win that way as well. Look at the Patriots. They, they've won Super Bowls, you know what I'm saying, off of the leg. So it's good to see Greg Zerline step in here, look great. I can't wait to see him going into the season as well. And Xavier Gibson, 45-yard kick return. And, again, Erickson has some great punt returns as well. So our special teams look like things are shaping out. It's going to be very interesting to see who's able to grab those spots at kick returner and punt returner. That could be a big thing that can keep a guy on the roster, special teams and what they can bring there. So we're going to get to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639. Again, when you call in, please be patient. We'll get to everybody. Trust. Okay, new callers, please make sure that your phone lines are good so when you call in, I'll be able to hear you. Understand when you call in. I can see you, okay? I can physically see you. I have the Q system. So don't call in and hang up, call in and hang up. It'll put you at the bottom of the system, okay? <laughs> also, there's no cursing on my show. Don't call into my show cursing. It's a family show, okay? You call into my show cursing, I'm going to have to get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. Faster than we got a lot more out of here. <laughs> Fast as we got Denzel Mims out of here. That was fast, man. <laughs> Faster than we got Adam Gaze out of here. Good man. <laughs> man, I'm having a lot of fun. 
All right. I'm so glad Gaze is no longer the New York Jets head coach. Oh, Lord. I'm glad Mike McCagnan is gone, too. Jeez Louise. Again, 515-602-969 is the number. Call in. Again, please give the stream a thumbs up. Subscribe if you haven't already. Hit that notification bell so on our post content you'll be in the know. Also, again, throw your questions, savages, in the chat, okay? I'll come to y'all. We got callers, but believe me, I'll come to you in between the callers. I'm only one man, okay, but I'll get to everybody's questions. I love to interact with all the savages in the chat. Please share the stream across your social media. You want to give to the platform, Super Chat is up there. And anything you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. Cash App is at the bottom of the screen. If that's the way you like to give to the platform as well, that's greatly appreciated. So we're going to get to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. First caller, I'm going to. I got to go to my guy, Brick City. Brick City, I'm coming directly to you, Ted. New callers as well. We'll come to you in a second, all right? But we got to go to Brick City. Listen, before I let Brick City talk, just know, that man, Brick City, he's a savage. Brick City salutes. It's good to speak with you, man. We haven't talked in a little bit. I apologize. I remember the last time I was trying to get you on. I know you had to go. Browns, Jets had a preseason Yeah, what's going on, Joe? I've uh, been going through, going, some, on, uh, going through a nasty divorce. That's why you haven't heard from me for a while, my brother. But that's another story oh. for another day. Uh, we're talking oh. about our favorite team, the New York Jets. You know what I mean? Yes, we are. Uh, I, didn't yes, we are. Whole, I didn't catch the whole preseason game yesterday because um, I was helping a friend mm-hmm. move. But what, from mm-hmm. what I'm seeing, I'm starting to like what I'm liking on defense. The pass rush mm-hmm. is going to be phenomenal. Will McDonald is already showing uh, what type mm-hmm. of pass rusher he can be. And uh, all he needs is you know, a little bit more tooling. And I got, as of right now, my, my comparison to him is uh, Josh Allen from the uh, Jaguars. And I think he'll be a little bit better than that. He has the pass rush. He has the scale. He just got to add a little bit more weight and um, mm-hmm. do a little bit better in coverage because he can just play standing up and with his hand in the dirt alongside mm-hmm. JFM and, and, and Big Quentin and, and Jermaine Johnson, who I feel is going to have an epic, epic sophomore year. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy. Um, Jack, Zach Wilson looked it, looked it pretty good, especially with that bomb downfield. He was clean in the pocket. Um, I wish he played mm-hmm. a little bit more. Uh, hopefully we play a little bit more in the second game. I believe we have the Titans next, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I said the schedule. I know we play Saturday the 12th, though, because, you know, it's, it's, my birthday, it's my birthday week. So I'm excited to finally, you know, see football. Football is back. I'm hungry, man, and I'm hungry for a championship. And, you know, there's a lot of doubters in the media. Good, doubters, all you want to. Because when we hold mm-hmm. that Labardi test in February, I don't want to hear nothing about the Jets ever as a bad franchise because I can count on my hand right now mm-hmm. franchises that were better than. Chargers as a mm-hmm. franchise, better than. Houston, do not see more. Jacksonville, better than. Tennessee Titans, we're better than. Better than the Vikings as a franchise. The Browns. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, listen, no. hold, on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second, Brick City. Listen I, listen, I hear you. And I know you're fired up about the football team as well. And you're impressed. And some of the things that you talked about, I want to address as well. Some of the things that you saw. Will McDonald, like you said as well, I think is phenomenal. You saw the speed. You saw the ability to get off blocks. 
you saw him making impact. Even plays that were going away from him, he was able to beat his guy and be in the area and make, you know, some type of impact on those plays. And especially when you saw that spin move that he put on that, on that, uh, that, that tackle to get around and cause that QB to release the ball and it was off target, I love what he brought to the table, man. So I really like that. Yeah, my, my question for me, you is this. It reminded me of uh, uh, Freeman from uh, uh, the Colts, that spin move. Mm-hmm. It reminded oh, listen, me of that. Listen, I I don't want to, you know, I don't want to. Those, those are big names. I love Will. I'm waiting to see what he brings to the table. But I, I tell you what, my hopes are high for him as well. This kid is showing up and showing out. But my question for you is this, right? There's been a lot of talk about Makai Becton, right? He comes into this, this game. We thought 20 to 25 snaps. He only played seven snaps. But he goes out there and looks good. Give me your thoughts on his performance. Or are you a Jets fan that is upset that he took himself out because he was feeling a little awkward on that knee? Uh, no. Um, we need a healthy Makai Becton. I think he's at the point, um, he, he, you know, he's not a veteran veteran, but at this point in his career, he, he's a veteran. Um, for him to protect himself, knowing that he needs the money for the extension, first and foremost, so he has to stay healthy. Um, as, as, if any Jet fan is upset, they got to understand, it's preseason. Um, it's going to take some time to guys to gel, and, and we need to protect our guys. Um, we have, for the last four years, uh, if I'm correct, we have been having very bad luck with injuries. Mm-hmm. So Makai Beckton, who had two knee, knee, knee uh, injuries, uh, and he wanted to protect himself, and so he can play and protect Aaron Rodgers. I don't see no problem with that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, listen. I'm right there as well. I just know that there's a lot of Jets fans who are upset. I think in the snaps that he was out there, he showed that he was very, very dominant. He was throwing guys around and putting things together. Now, my final question for you, Brick, because you've been bringing the heat, man. You look at Zach Wilson, the work that he did when he went out there, three for five, 65 yards throwing the football. 57-yard bomb. Give me your thoughts on what we're seeing out of him. Is this a guy that you think we can see really grow and evolve within this offense? I see. Well, Zach Wilson for the last couple of years has been great in in the preseason, but this is a different mm-hmm. Zach Wilson than a fan. He's more comfortable in the pocket. He's not having happy feet. Uh, he doesn't mm-hmm. look at his first read and throw. So having Aaron Rodgers and having Hackett, and the new offensive staff, him sitting for a year or two, I think will be tremendous for his career. And I think he'll have a bounce back. Um, Zach Wilson's issue was always in between the ears. And once he he got the tools, he can throw. And, you know, he just got to work on his accuracy, work on the mental side of the game. And once he get a click and when it's time for him to show up and show out, trust and believe, mark my words, we'll, we'll, we have a franchise quarterback. Okay. If he okay. can do those things. If he can do those things. Listen, yeah. Josh Listen, Brick City, before I let you go, and 520, we're coming to you next, Ted. Everybody else, hold on. Listen, give me a guy that you're keeping your eyes on for this next upcoming preseason game. We're going to be playing the Panthers next. So who is the guy on the roster you're keeping your eyes on that you want to see if they're going to show up and show out? Bryce Huff. That's okay. who I'm looking for. Okay. Um, Bryce Huff had a decent showing. Um, I don't want Bryce Huff to be traded, but in hindsight, if there is 
let's say we have enough at pass rush, right? And let's say we might need mm-hmm. a, a corner or an extra safety or even an extra weapon for Aaron Rodgers. I'm willing to make that sacrifice for us to win, even if it's saving money for Dalvin Cook, you know, even though he does us. I, I, okay. think he, I think he's playing us on the low so he can get on hard knocks because if you're here, you know, you're at the death facility, bro, you know, you know. We get this ring, my guy. That's all. I mean, I fucked the king off. It's a family show. Get this ring, my guy. You got Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers. You could you could have went anywhere. You know, you could have went to Kansas City. You know, everybody would have blew that up. Oh, Kansas City, Kansas City. He could have went to Buffalo. You know, same thing with Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Oh, Buffalo, Buffalo's going to Super Bowl. Even if you if you'd have went down with Miami, you know, and I think Miami is a, is a very is is a threat if they have a real legit quarterback. Even if mm-hmm. even if they have a competent quarterback, um, I'm worried about Tua and his health, you know, and that will dic- that will dictate the Dolphins' season because I truly believe the AFC East right now is the best division in football outside the NFC North um, because mm. anybody can go to the playoffs. Um, everybody's saying that New England is down and out. Until that happens, they're still a threat. They are still okay. a threat. I. I still believe that they're. No, listen, I I tell people all the time I would never count the Patriots out until it's over. Until they're mathematically eliminated from anything and everything, I'll never say that the Patriots are out of it. I think they're far too well coached to ever call them out of it. Uh, The Bills are, as we know, are a very good football team. And the Dolphins have made a lot of, you know, uh, have gotten a lot of players have acquired quite a bit of talent, and so they're a team that, that's on the rise as well. But you're speaking facts, so we'll see what happens as we continue to go forward. Listen, Brick City, i got to slide off. i got other callers. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Definitely, brother. I'm going to try to make it J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Let's go. I'm loving the throwback. <laughs> Let's go, go ahead, go Super ahead. Bowl, I, baby. Let's win the Super yeah. Bowl. Let's go. Gang green for life, man. Let's go. Let's go. Listen, again, I want to thank Brick City for calling in. Keep everybody, 515-602-9639. That's the number. Keep calling in. We will get to everybody. Arizona Jet in the chat, Savage, says, what do you think of Jason Brownlee yesterday? I thought we would have did more. You know, two catches. I think he had uh, two catches, 17 yards. I th- he, he was looking good out there. He was handling his business. He had a he had a catch on a on a drive. I think the the catch happened before uh, Izzy actually ran in that touchdown. So Jason looked all right. Of course, we're going to continue to see. I understand you want to see more. I th- I think he could have came up with one more football. There was a Browns defender there, but I I thought that he should have been able to grab it and bring that in. But again, we're seeing Jason really put on a camp and look good. Of course, you like you said as well. We hope to see more out of him. But I thought he looked all right. Edward Stewart in the chat as well. Another savage says Greg Zerline, Zerat. Zach Wilson, Pittman, Bryce Huff, and Beckton held his own. Yeah, they all look good. They all held their own. That's a fact. So, Savages in the chat, keep on putting your questions in there. We'll come to you, all right? Be patient. we got to get back to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, we're going to area code 520. 520, we're coming directly to you. Give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts about what you saw out of Zach Wilson in yesterday's game against the Browns. How'd you feel? 
Area code 520. Oh. Going once. Hello? Yes. Can you hear me? 520. Yes, I can hear you. Oh, I didn't even know it was on. My bad. Uh, yeah. I'm Frankie, man. I'm from uh, I'm from Tucson, Arizona. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's the first How's time calling in. I, I, first time calling in. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I don't know really how I felt about the game. Uh, after the first quarter, it was kind of like, you know, they took Zach Wilson out. I thought it was. A, I thought they would have played him at least two quarters. Really surprised mm-hmm. that they took him out right away. I feel like that was a disservice mm-hmm. to him. So I was mm-hmm. kind of disappointed okay. with that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you really need to see anything from Boyle. I think you should have had yeah. <laughs> Zach Wilson in there for at least the first half. Well, well I'll, t- I'll tell you what, Frankie, I hear what you're saying, right, and I understand it. But I think what – I think they're looking at Zach, right? They, they took it they – they put him out there. He threw some balls, and he looked pretty good. I thought he showed some improvement, right? Three of five, 65 yards. He had a, a 57-yard bomb. You could see him go out there reading. He was reading the defense. You could see him moving, moving his eyes. He, he made some quality throws as well. I thought that we saw growth and improvement out of Zach, and I think we also need to keep in mind, you know, we're all fans. We all want to see more of all the players. But this is just the first preseason game. You know, they're still working in kind of, you know, ticks and stuff within the offense. They're still learning things. So I thought it was good that they pulled him out a little bit early, allowed Tim Boyle to go out there. And I saw some things from Tim Boyle that I thought he looked good, right? Um, you know, he went out there and yeah, got the ball. Yeah, he's kind of like Mike White. He's real, he's real fast. Yeah, yeah, he is. You know, we saw Strebler out there as well. Strebler didn't look as good as he's looked in the past. I will say that. But, again, yeah, it's the I first stopped, preseason game, right? I stopped watching the game probably, like, after the second quarter, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, it got. I heard it got real bad. I heard Strebler did not look good at all. He can't oh, really he, throw he the ball. A, he was a little different. <laughs> he doesn't have he doesn't have arm strength. I don't think he – I don't know. What what are these guys doing on the roster then? Like, you think that they got to go and get a uh, – somebody to compete with Zach Wilson. That's what, that's the way I feel. Cause like, if you have mm-hmm. Tim Boyle and he's just like, he's kind of a Mike white type player. Can he win you mm-hmm. a game? If Aaron Rodgers gets his you know, ankle twisted or, you know, Strebler, Strebler's just, he shouldn't even be on the roster. He shouldn't I even think, be. A, well, a, I, yeah. I think what happens honestly is I, I think that Tim Boyle being here is a great pickup. Tim Boyle is also a veteran of the system. He was with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. He understands what Nathaniel Hackett wants. He understands everything about the system. I think that Tim Boyle is a solid option as a backup, if need be. But to me, it's looking more and more like Zach might actually be the number two guy. But, again, Tim Boyle's going out there and firing things around. Like you said, he's getting a ball out of his hands quickly. He's very Mike White-like in that. And yeah. that ability alone can put things together. So I do – like the, the, the quarterback situation that we have here, of course, with Aaron Rodgers being the starter and having our two backups, I think is solid. But my question for you is, as we go over to this offensive line, we look at this situation, Beckton, a lot of oh, people, 20 to 25 snaps I'm, was the expectation, right? He only plays a handful I'm worried about, I'm worried about the line, because man. of the knee. Give me your thoughts about Beckton in this line situation, man. Are you upset with him pulling himself out the game because he was a little, you know, hesitant about that knee in the situation on the turf? Like I'm, I'm normally like a pessimist at heart. Like, and honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, watching the game yesterday, like a lot of people were happy that football's back or whatever. But like, watching mm-hmm. the game, it just felt very underwhelming. Like, I thought Jason Lee would have had better numbers, and I thought just as a whole, like when I watched Beckton, and he didn't take all the snaps that he could have taken because his knee mm-hmm. was not feeling good. This guy has been out of football for two years, and yet he's still having knee issues. I don't understand if he's going to be able to get back to full form, or maybe his knee is just gone. It's just shot, and he, he's just not going to be good again. Like, 
maybe it's too early to say. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I, the way I feel is I, like, can he, can he, can he come back and can he play full games? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We, none of us have seen yeah. it for two years. Yeah. Yeah. No, listen, so, Frankie, and I hear you. Here, here's my thing, right? We know that he, he went in, had the correct surgery. We know that he's in great physical shape. He's also in great mental space as well. I think that that's in it. And, and Sulla talked about it. Uh, wait, the audio was earlier. Sulla talked about him building confidence within that knee, right? That's what they're doing. They're building confidence within the knee. He's getting stronger and stronger every day. The snaps that we saw out there, he was dominant. Now, I will say this. I don't want him out there. You know, again, it's the first preseason game. It's just a preseason game, right? I don't want to see him yeah. out there if he does not feel confident in the knee as far as continuing forward, especially with the condition of that field, okay? I think, again, we're seeing him build strength in the knee, and I think he's going to be able to rebound from this situation. Because when he was out there, I respect, the I respect he looked, what he did. He looked phenomenal, Frankie. He looked phenomenal. He was literally dominating guys out there and throwing them around. So I think that Beckton is going to be able to rebound again. We'll see as things yeah. continue forward. But I do understand why people are hesitant because he hasn't played in two years. But everything's starting to line up where he's gaining. And again, you got to keep. Every, I think everybody's got to keep in mind that's a knee surgery. Like and he he dislocated the kneecap and then he came before that he you know he had blew up his knee then he came back and excuse me fractured the kneecap uh, year two so yeah. you know he's been he, he's got to heal up from that but again everything about him has been pointing north and again if the trainers are coming out and saying hey let's pull him let's sit him down a little bit he's been practicing he's been looking good his movement has been looking good I have no issues with him pulling himself from a game the trainers as well agree to pull him from the game because the turf is a little shoddy and he doesn't want to get in a situation where, you know, that knee's flaring up and crazy. They expect him back at practice, so everything's looking good. So I understand your, you know, your hesitancy, but I'm excited about him going forward. Now, my final question for you, Frankie, because you've been bringing some heat, man, Will McDonald was extremely impressive in my mind, man. He looked like he was out there just flying around making plays. How do you feel about him? Oh, man, uh, I like that play where he thought, you know, that they would bite on the running back and he stayed where he was at to wait, uh, mm-hmm. chase down Mond. Uh, he almost mm-hmm. got him, man. He almost got him on that sack. Uh, this guy is fast, like super fast. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, a lot of people are questioning Pittman and a lot of people are questioning McDonald. These guys aren't even, like, going to be starters. The rotational players, they wasted these picks. You can't see it that way, though. It's like, like I said, there's a lot of Jets fans that are, like, pessimists. And they're not really mm-hmm. seeing the full picture a lot of the time. Like yeah. when you're telling nope. people to calm down and you're kind of, you're, you're an optimist. I could tell you're an optimist and you're like, you got to like trust the process, you know? And J- mm-hmm. JD people, I think JD deserves credit and he deserves our patience right now. So to, mm-hmm. for them to draft nope. McDonald and you see him and, and, and he, this guy's just flashing, man. This guy's going to be, you know, incredible. You know, and, and you look mm-hmm. at that defense, all these players are contributing and, I'm excited to see all of these guys play, man. Like McDonald, uh, JJ, JJ is going to be awesome this year, you know. And, and mm-hmm. just the rotation, man. The rotation is going to be fresh all game. Yep. So yep. I, I'm excited, yep. man. I think McDonald's going to be big time, man. Yeah. No, listen. You're talking facts. Listen, Frankie. I got to slide off. I got other callers. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right, my friend. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Yeah. Absolutely. You have a good one. Listen, Frankie called in with some heat. I understand. Everybody's concerned, right? People call me an optimist. I'm a realist, okay? I'm a realist because if, you, if you're trash, I'm going to tell you you're trash, okay? Trust. <laughs> I'm the first guy. 
I'm the first guy to tell you you're bad, all right? If you're bad, I'm going to let you know about it, all right? I'm going to let you know, okay? I'm going to let you know, and then I'm going to immediately flush you. That's what I do. But I'm a realist, right? So I give, you know, I let things play out. Often, and again, I apply, you know, logic to a lot of things, too. Beckton's been looking good, man. He's been looking good in practice. He's taking his steps. And that strength is growing in that knee day by day. The confidence is growing day by day. You see it. He's smiling. He's up on the podium talking about, I don't care. Hey, look, I'll play right tackle. I just want to be out there. I'm confident. I'm ready. He's lining up at left tackle. That's where he was at. And when he snapped, when you snap the ball, he is manhandling people, okay? So I understand, but I, well, I want to hear all perspectives, all perspectives, okay? Listen, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking our callers again. Savage is in the chat. Please, you know, put your questions in there. They're going back and forth talking. SG, I see you. We'll come to you in a second. We've got to get back to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Please give the stream a thumbs up and subscribe if you haven't already and hit that notification bell. So when I post content, you'll be in the know. Next, we're going to go to my guy, Ted. Ted, we're coming to directly you. Perry will be coming to you, you next, Ronald. We'll be coming to you next. We've got to come to Ted. Listen, for those of you that do not know, that man, Ted, he's a savage. <laughs> Ted, salutes, man. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. We talking that talk. We talking that talk, Ted. I already know you got some takes. You ready to bring Jets, Browns? You know, Hall of Fame game. I want to start on the defensive side of the football with you, man. What player impressed you the most of the New York Jets defensively in that game against the Browns? A uh, bit of a snooze fest, Joe. I got through a quarter and a half of the game, and I think I was. Just- penaltied out and you know there's so many ridiculous illegal formations and roughing the rough uh, roughing the you know personal yeah. fouls on the Jets. I was like oh come on man yeah. um the player that on defense really I don't think anyone really stood out but uh, you could see the flashes from McDonald um I saw that Jermaine mm-hmm. Johnson looks a lot bigger than he he was last year yeah and Jermaine lot, Johnson obviously Clemens yeah and obviously Clemens is too um Huff had a sack you know the gentleman who spoke about trading Huff I I don't think I'd trade him yet I he may yeah. need him this year uh mm-hmm. this is the year we we try to make a run and we we have mm-hmm. this rotational pass rush well, go ahead, Joe. I just mm-hmm. uh, I'd say it was a a defensive, uh, not a defensive masterpiece, but at least a defensive mm-hmm. effort. Go ahead, Joe. No, yeah, no. Listen, I, I, I'm not in the whole trade huff um, thought process. Party. I, I'm not with yep. that. I would like to see him stay on this football team simply because the New York Jets. And what, here's what blows my mind when I talk to Jets fans about uh, this situation here. For years, the New York Jets defense suffered not having pass rush. Anybody remember that? Because I remember it like it was. I remember going to a Jets game against Seattle and watching Russell Wilson have 40 years to throw the football. 
and his knee was jacked up in that game. I remember it like it was yesterday. His knee was jacked up, and he was just dropping back at will. And I think he threw for over 300 yards. I forgot what year this was. But he threw for over 300 yards against the Jets, and we couldn't get to him at all because we lacked pass rush. We lacked the ability to get after the quarterback. And for so many years, right, our defense suffered. Look at, look at this situation. It was, I think it was like two years ago we were 32nd in the league. We're near the bottom of the league. We couldn't get to anybody. We had no pass rush. We had nothing. We were literally at the bottom of the league. And then the next year, our defense jumps from 32nd to 4th. Well, what changed dramatically about the defense? Well, we acquired Sauce, you know, DJ Reed, and we got C.J. Mosley back. Quentin Williams stepped up. It was pass rush that also greatly impacted the New York Jets jump forward. Carl Lawson came back. He gave us seven sacks. We saw Bryce Huff activate as well and get going. We saw, other, again, Quentin Williams gave us 12 sacks this season. That is pass rush. When you look around this league, mm-hmm. okay, when you look around the league, even low-level pass rushers that barely give you anything get paid in free agency. I'm talking big money in free agency. Why? Because pass rushers are premium in this league. They don't grow on trees. And when you get a guy, if you get him, rarely do you ever see a team let him go. And even if they do let him go, when they hit the free agency market, they usually get overpaid from what they actually should be getting paid. Because getting to the quarterback in today's game is extremely important. It's extremely important because it's a passing league, right? If you don't have somebody to chase, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Herbert, whoever else we're going to face in the AFC, we will lose. We're going to lose, yeah. right? We're going to yeah. lose. And so that's, that's what blows my mind when I hear about Jets fans talking about trading away pass rush. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're talking about winning – not me in particular, but Jets fans as a whole have Super Bowl I expectations. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, let's go, Joe. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> I mean, I didn't want to put you in there. They said I am. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay, listen. Ted, 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 along with other fans as well, have Super Bowl aspirations, okay? Listen, if you yeah. want to get to the Super Bowl, you better have somebody to chase around and kill all these quarterbacks that's going to be out here. And I'm just talking right. about guys in the AFC, right? I just mentioned a couple guys in the AFC. I didn't even mention all the other guys that we're going to face, right? Hurts and yep. uh, Dak Prescott, and you can go on a litany of other quarterbacks that can not only guys that can throw but can move and run, right, so, that can get away. So. so you better have somebody to chase those guys and get those guys down or you're going to be done. As of right now, okay, the, the, the Super Bowl runs through Kansas City as of right now. That's how it goes. I'm sorry to – to, to bust anyone's bubble, but as of right now, the Super Bowl, the road to the Super Bowl runs through Kansas City. When is the last time that we saw Patrick Mahomes look like a human being on a football field? It was when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was on him like white on rice. It was when JPP and Shaq Barrett were all over him and he couldn't even think without seeing one of those guys in his face, right? That's what Patrick sure. Rush will do to a quarterback. That's what happens when you have guys that can come screaming off of the edge, right? Look at the past. We can just keep talking. Look at the past. The Giants, they won Super Bowls doing what? Sending waves of pass rushers at people. Eli Manning, solid quarterback. But OCU and Yura, Michael Strahan, and a boatload of other guys, boy, oh, boy, you knew that they were coming to town, and they were smoking people. That's the impact of pass rush 
So this idea, right, and I can keep going on, right? You look at Sulla come from the Niners. I know some of y'all don't, you know, maybe you don't watch the Niners. I do. I live on the West Coast. I'm forced. If you think it's just Bosa that they have over there rushing the passer, let me tell you, it's not. They have a host of other mm. guys. Fred Warner, mm. they have their, I'm telling you, I, I know those guys. I watch them. Various other guys that get after the passer, they just, you just don't talk about them as much. That's how Sulla and them had that defense screaming over there. Because if it was just Bosa, when Bosa went down, the defense would have died. No. There's other guys over there that he was sending at you, and they were destroying you. Getting pressure with your front four, especially with the rotation of pass rushes that we have here, is extremely important in a passing league. The two teams that were in the Super Bowl, right, the two teams that have won Super Bowls recently, Eagles last year had 70 sacks. I think the second oh, yeah. team to that in the league uh, was the Eagles had 70, and I think Kansas City had 55. You guys can look this up. Is it a wonder mm-hmm. that they were in the Super Bowl? Is that, is that a coincidence? No, it's not. They get to the passer. What did the Eagles do? They read up on defense in the draft. They went and got Nolan. They went and got, uh, they went and got Carter, right? They just Look go to Georgia. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm going to keep hitting on this point because I don't want to take up too much time because I want to hear from you. But look at the Bills, uh-huh. right? The Bills' defense was always already phenomenal. It was already phenomenal. What did they do? They said got they Von looked Miller. around and said, we need to add something up. Yep, they went and got Von Miller. That's exactly what they did. And people were like, yep. why the heck would you go get Von Miller? Because they got to deal with Patrick Mahomes. You think they stupid? I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to go get another guy. So talking about trading away pass rush, in my personal opinion, right, as a Jets fan, as a football fan, as a guy that watches the rest of the league, to me, it don't make a lot of sense. Because I know, I know that road to the Super Bowl is paved with quarterbacks that are ready to go to work. And if you cannot chase them, if you cannot get them off their spot, if you cannot kill them, they will kill you. It is very killer be killed in this league, okay? And so watching this team go for years without having a pass rush and then having a litany of guys that we can throw at people, I, I actually want more, okay? I want more. I love Will McDonald. I'm waiting to get him into the fold as well and get him going. But, bruh, I'm not trading Huff. Give me your thoughts on it. I don't want to go on too long of a rant, but give me your thoughts on that, too. Hey, Joe, a couple of things. Uh, I was even interested in Yannick Ngakwe before he signed with the Bears. I mean, the yeah. more the merrier. But another thing, too, yeah. Joe, that we didn't do well last year that this kind of defense can do if we improve is the turn. We couldn't turn the ball over, and mm-hmm. our defense was on the field for so long because of our inadequate offense. We couldn't yep. – I mean, I'm sure – we got fatigued at some point, maybe at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why we slid so much at the end of the year and we started that losing streak besides the quarterback. Is that a, mm-hmm. I'm sure our defense was on the field, you know, 35, 40 minutes oh, a game absolutely. trying to trying to three and out every quarterback they could, they could try. Mm-hmm. If you have that, if you have a, now you have a, a competent quarterback and you have an improved, mm-hmm. probably an improved defense. I know our schedule is tough, mm-hmm. but you have, if you can get these turnovers going, which we probably were mm-hmm. at the bottom of the league, uh, mm-hmm. and you have the, the, the supreme quarterback play we're going to get, we're going to be solid, mm-hmm. Joe. That, that's yeah. why I'm pretty confident we can make a pretty good run. You know, and you know what's crazy, Ted? 
No, no, you're speaking yep. facts. And, and to even – I, I want to build on that because I, I have a take as well, and I think a lot of people don't think about this. The New York Jets offense last season was atrocious, so atrocious. We had six games left in that season. If we would have won one of them, right, we would have been in the playoffs. Six yep. games. We, we went on a six-game losing streak, and in three of those games, we didn't even score a touchdown. You know the New York Jets were 29th in points per game last season? That's insane. Mm. We finished 31st in the NFL with a red zone touchdown rate. I think, of like, I think it was like 43% or something like that. That is insane. We had yeah. issues finishing in the red zone. And this is just to bring my point home, right? You go back and you look at that game against the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings were thought to be a Super Bowl contending team right last season. We went to the red zone six times against the Vikings, six, scored once. That's insane, right? If you look at last year's team, if you place Aaron Rodgers on that team, if you place Aaron Rodgers on that team and we're playing against the Vikings, I think we score at least four to five touchdowns, right, easily. Out of those six trips, I think we get four to five scores, right? Now think about this. The way that teams are going to have to play us now that we have Aaron Rodgers and a competent offense that's going to finish drive with points, they're going to have to adjust their offensive game plan. They're not going to be able to run the ball and drain the clock. No, they're going to be playing from behind. So what does that mean? They're going to have to throw. So if you have to throw, what does that mean? I get to pin my ears back and let my wave of pass rushers eat you alive. That's yep. why the pick of Will McDonald makes more sense. I said this. That's why it makes sense to me. And that's why mm-hmm. trading away pass rushers makes no sense because they will be deployed this season because we're going to be up in a lot of these games and a lot of teams are going to have to change what they do, and that's going to play into what we're going to be doing well because now we're going to no. beat the hell out of you the same way that you guys used to beat the hell out of us. It ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun, Okay. So that, that, I just, again, I don't understand. Talking about trading pass rush is not my thing, right? Keep him on the mm-hmm. team. I want to see what he brings here. And pass rush is extremely important. Even when people were talking about getting rid of Carl Lawson, I was like, are you insane? That's crazy to me. And Sulla said it as well on a podium. He said pass rushers don't grow on trees. He's going to be on the roster. He said this early. Yep. He's going to be on the roster. Yep. I don't know what y'all are talking about, but he's going to be on the roster, Right? Yep. Just to wrap this up, because I'm going on a rant, Ted. I'm going to lose. It's all right, Joe. You have the sh- it's your show, Joe. It's I'm a your loser. show, Joe. Okay. I'm going to lose it. I want to be fair to everybody, but I'm going to lose it one of these days. People, and you know what? You know what else bothers me? <laughs> Go ahead, you know what Joe. Else bothers me? Your therapy. Talking your about therapy trading pass rushers and talking about making tackles guards. That's another thing that bothers me with Jets fans. But that's mm. just me. Ted, before I let you go, give me your thoughts about Zach Wilson, man, and what you saw out of him. Oh, uh, except for this, except for the slip, a la Joe Klecko, because Joe Klecko slid too when he walked out. I don't know what was up with that. He just <laughs> slipped on a line or something. Maybe he had a few. Maybe he had a few cocktails before he came out. Um, um, he looked Joe. Any improvement from Zach is going to be. Welcomed and and it, the eyeball test says it all, but you know he's just gotta settle in, and he looks more confident. I know he's playing against backups, but let me say one thing about Makai Joe. Makai, go ahead. I don't I don't have a problem 
I don't have a problem with Kai taking himself out. We have four preseason games this year, right? We have an extra one. And um, yeah. he's, like I said, you got to ease the guy in, get him his confidence, but he looks good. If he stays healthy, he's going to be a beast. No, no you got to go. I think he is as well. I know there's a lot of people that are upset. I'm not upset about it as well. Be cautious, but like you said, man, that strength is in that knee. If he stays healthy, boy, those snaps look phenomenal. But listen, Ted, i got to slide uh-huh. off. i got to yep. keep my rant going. <laughs> yes, sir. I want to thank you for calling. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? All right, Joe. Take care, Joe. See you. All right. Have a good one. Listen, I'm sorry. I just, I've had it, dude. I've had, I don't understand why Jets fans don't want, like, pass rushers. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. We have been, we have suffered for years not having a significant pass rush. You are in a passing league. The rules are literally slanted for the offense. We all know that. They want to come into your house and put up 70 points. That's what they want to do. If you do not have someone to chase around these top-tier quarterbacks, these upper echelon guys that we're going to face that are in the NFC, or in the AFC, excuse me, or in the NFC, but particularly in the AFC, right? If you do not have somebody to chase around, seeing Lamar Jackson and Herbert and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and all these guys that are here, what do you think is going to happen to you? They're going to pick you apart. They're going to pick you apart. And I'm also tired of Jets fans saying, well, we don't have a Nick Bosa. So if he's not Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa, listen, the Bosa brothers are great, right? You got a Bosa in San Francisco, I watch him, he's great, okay? He's a great player. Yeah, he'll get you 17 a year, right? You can pretty much count him in for that 17 a year. But if I have three guys that can give me eight a year, if I have three guys that can give me eight sacks a year, I just beat your 17 a year. Come on, guys. Come on. You know, don't try to trade a pass rusher. Keep him. All right? Jeez Louise. I know I don't this this defense is literally based off of pressure. Okay? I watched San Francisco, I watched San Francisco when Stella was there. This defense is literally based off of pressure. It's built from front to back, not back to front. It's built from front to back. Warner, Bosa, Phillips, all those guys in San Francisco, I keep naming them. When Sulla was there, he would send the people. He would send them at people, and they were killing people. You got to wake up. Pass rush matters in this league. All right, Eagles, seventy sacks, seventy. <laughs> Boy, let me tell you, if you don't think they're trying to get to eighty, you're out of your mind. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We're getting to the next caller. Please give the stream a thumbs up. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed and hit that notification bell. Next, we're going to Ronald Perry. 732 will come to you next. All right. Other callers as well. Hold on. We'll get to everybody. Damn it, I'm ranting. All right. <laughs> Perry Salute. I want to thank you for calling in. Before we let Ronald even talk, okay, just know he's a savage. <laughs> Ronald, salutes. I'm going off. I've lost my mind. I'm tired of salute. people wanting to get rid of pass rushers, and I'm tired of Jets fans talking about turning tackles into guards. <laughs> I've had it. <laughs> I've had it. 
Uh, salutes, okay. Um, give me your thoughts on what you saw for the Jets, the Browns, and the Hall of Fame game. How did you feel about uh, Zach Wilson? Uh, what do you think he did well? Absolutely. You know, I think Zach definitely showed improvement. You can see that he's learning. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to say he's ready now, but I'm, I'm, I could definitely see improvement. I could tell you that much. There's no doubt about that right there. He definitely showed improvement. Cannot lie yeah. about that, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I thought, I, thought, I thought he looked good, man. I thought he looked good, and he made some quality throws. What are your thoughts about him speaking about Aaron Rodgers and the help that Aaron Rodgers has been giving him? Do you, you know, does that bode well for you about what's happening in that quarterback room with the veteran presence of Aaron Rodgers and the leadership that he's been showing? You know, that that is the best thing. That's, that's exactly, that's why I think Zach is showing improvement right now. As a matter of fact, you see mm-hmm. Aaron on the sideline looking like a coach. He looked just like a coach. I was like, he was looking so yeah. awesome. And like, he looked like he belonged there. You know, if mm-hmm. he if he wasn't on QB, I'd be like that. That'd be the perfect coach. I mean, he was yeah. running around, looked like he was doing all whatever he was doing. Just looked like he was doing it right. And you know, um, but honestly, before I forget, <laughs> I I was talking to somebody. One of those mm-hmm. savages in your chat was telling me about Will Mc, talking about McDonald was a reach. But I'm, te- but you know, it just kind of like it bothered me a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm like a reach, really? Mm-hmm. Like Will McDonald is a reach. Like Will McDonald, like people don't, I, people really don't know about Will McDonald. That's what I think it is. People don't really don't even know about Will McDonald. They don't even know what mm-hmm. he's getting ready to do in this league. I'm telling you, that dude, yeah. that dude is a beast, and he's, he's gonna he's gonna show to everybody that he's a beast. And it was a good pick that he picked him up in the first round. Matter of fact. The, where they picked him at, I don't think, I really don't think there was a better person to be picked in there, like, from where he was picked. I'm sure there was some better picks, but from where, where we picked him at, where we picked him at, I don't know who would have been a, who would have been a better pick. I really don't know. Yeah. That's honestly speaking. Yeah. No, listen, and you I, know? I hear you. I hear you. Hey, listen, at the end of the day, Broderick Jones wasn't there, okay? I think Broderick exactly. Jones probably would have been the pick, but we know. The Patriots traded yeah. out, so on and so forth. Broderick is not wasn't on the board. Will McDonald I thought was a great That's what pick. it is. I don't think yeah, I I don't think he was a reach at all, especially with what you're looking to do uh, and where you're looking to go. Exactly. If you don't have an overbearing pass rush in this league, you're gonna lose. If you want to win a Super Bowl, exactly. you better have something or some type of plan to kill Patrick Mahomes because if he's still alive, you're gonna lose. <laughs> if he, if he can live, all right, you're going to lose. Yeah, you're going to lose. We've seen bottom him do it line. to everybody. We've seen him do it to Pittsburgh in the playoffs recently. We've seen him do it to multiple people. But you know who he didn't do it to? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Why? They killed That's him. That's for sure. Okay? He yeah, responds, he but they killed him. All right? So, I, look, I, I, I get it. Some people, I, and I've had discussions with Jets fans recently that still don't like to pick a Will McDonald and think that, you know, it should have been JSN or somebody else listening. Pass rush yeah. is necessary in this league, and I like that move. So I hear what you're saying, uh, you know, right. um, Ronald, and I, I think that I think that personally that, that Will McDonald was a solid pick. But as we continue to talk yeah. about, you know, the pass rush and what he was bringing to the table, you saw the speed, his ability to get off the blocks were insane. Like this exactly. young kid can move. Has your yeah. expectations risen for him? 
going into his rookie season? Like, what what do you – I know you, you had some expectations before, but are they, like, through the roof now for him now that you see him out there moving and shaking? To tell you the truth, I really think um, – I'm, I'm never going to – I'm never going to tell you that my expectations mm-hmm. change because my, my expectations always been sky high. I mean, I always expected big things from him, and I still expect okay. big things from him. I don't expect nothing less, nothing less, nothing more. I really – what I expected mm-hmm. is what I think I think we're gonna get is Jet fans mm-hmm. and Will McDonald with a damn good pick and he's gonna prove it. Yeah. He's gonna prove it to everybody. I believe that okay. wholeheartedly. Yeah. Listen, Ronald, my final question before I let you go, man, you bring in the heat. Give me your thoughts about Makai Becton. Twenty to twenty five snaps is what we thought we were getting, right? That's what that's what Robert Sella talked about. He only played I think it was seven snaps, took himself out. You know, didn't want to agitate the knee, didn't feel it, you know, especially on that turf. How are you feeling about what you saw from him, and what are your thoughts about him pulling himself? Are you upset that he did that? No, I don't I don't think – I'm not upset. You know, um, I heard somebody saying early, earlier when we were talking to you, saying like – well, I might have read it in the chat, but somebody was saying that they think that um, Beckton's knee might be shot. And you know what? I was thinking, I'm like, you know what? That's That's not like – that's not an impossible thought right there. I'm like, that that is definitely a possibility. Maybe his knee is shot. Maybe that's why he was so upset at the New York staff saying, Oh, why did why they put me on the right side basically? It's, it's like he's trying to like find somebody to blame it on. Like I you know, I already I already don't know his you know, his his deal or whatever. But I, I just mm-hmm. don't think that um he is what he used to be and maybe maybe the injury did it. Maybe he he's kind of right about them moving him over, or I I don't I don't know. You know, only he really mm-hmm. really knows. I really don't know the mm-hmm. situation, but I don't I don't um I don't want to say that um I really don't want to say that he's done because I I just don't want to give up on Beckham. But it but I I really my I I could definitely say that's one person where it went from like way up. I used to think like so much of them now is like somewhere in the middle. I'm like, I'm not, honestly, I'm just not really sure anymore. I really don't mm-hmm. know what to expect. No. I, I don't know if it's going to be great. I don't know if he's going to be good, but I know it's not going to be bad though. I, I know it's not going to be bad with that dude though. Okay. Okay. Listen, I, I hear you. I don't think his knee is shot. I think again, he's building confidence back up in that knee, especially, you know, coming off that surgery, he's lost a lot of weight. I think he's just, you know, taking his time, and they're being very careful with him. But as, you know, the preseason continues to play out, time continues to go on, I think he's going to continue to show us what he's going to be able to bring to the table. Listen, Ronald, i got to slide off. i got other callers. Thank you for calling in. Next time I show, I want to hear from you, all right? All right. All right. Take it easy, man. Appreciate it. All right. You have a good one. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 6029639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. I'm going off. Everybody's going off. Show's off the rails. <laughs> next. We're going to go to my guy, Tim. Tim, we're coming directly to you. Chris, we're coming to you next. Other callers as well. Hold on. We'll get to everybody. Tim, Tim, Hello. Tim. It's time to talk to him. Hold on. Before we even let Tim talk, just know he's a savage. <laughs> Yo, yeah, I tell it how it is, man. You know, you know the deal. <laughs> I know, I know already. Listen, we're talking a lot, man. 
Jets-Browns last night, right? We're doing a little recap on the game here, talking about guys that impressed us. I want to get your thoughts on what you saw out of Israel Adebana Kanda, man. I thought this guy really showed a lot of speed. I felt like he could have hit the holes a little bit harder. He was kind of hesitant. How did you feel about his performance? Um, I remember when I was watching the game, I, I I took specific note on two plays where I saw he was getting the ball because I wanted to I wanted to keep a close mm-hmm. eye on it and just see yeah. what I saw, you know. And uh, yeah, eh, nothing, you know. I don't really think anything stood out. Now, again, I didn't see every play he was in, so if I missed some big mm-hmm. big run, I apologize. But the two plays oh, yeah. that I saw were were medium medium yardage, um, but I, I will say the positive I took out of that. I mean, there was nothing spectacular from a play design perspective or anything like that. But yeah, very the one, the one thing, yeah, exactly. The one thing I did notice about him was his ability to break tackles. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I I don't really know how strong he is with that yet, but I did notice on the two plays that I did specifically watch him, he was able to break through the first level. Now he got kind of, he got kind of like shut down pretty quickly as soon as he hit that second level. But I think that was more of a mm-hmm. result of lack of lack of blocking, but he did hit the mm-hmm. hole pretty well. And, and he was able to kind of, you know, wiggle his way uh, away from that first tackler, which is such a huge thing. I mean, that, you know, I think that's an underrated component because if you mm-hmm. can shake yourself free of that, that, that first tackler, there's, there could be a chance where there's nobody else left to tackle you. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's the kind of that's the kind of grit that we want to see. Now, in terms of speed, I can't, I don't really know because I didn't see him break through at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, he made a run. Uh, I forgot what quarter it was, but he made a run outside uh, to the left where he beat a guy. And I mean, he was moving, and he made a ten yard run and hit the pylon and was able to get the touchdown. I thought that he looked really good there, and I thought he really. Oh, I did see that. Some yeah, yeah. There. yeah, he looked mm-hmm. really good. I, I so, did see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His speed to the yeah, pylon was impressive there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he can move. So, but uh, you know, I, I hear your your assessment of him. Uh, he does need to work on some things. I think even Stella talked about it. He needs to, you know, definitely make his decisions quicker, and when he, you know, stick his foot and go, like stick your foot and go. And I, I talked about that. Right. He was, there were some holes I felt like he could have hit. That he was a little hesitant. If he would have just went. It would have been able to break for bigger stuff. But, again, you know, he's a rookie running back. It's the first preseason game. He's going to find his way. But I'm excited about what I saw from him, especially with the catch and him being able to move and shake. Now, another player as well offensively that I watched, and I was like, wow, I'm kind of excited for what he's doing here with Zach Wilson. Three of five, 65 yards, led two scoring drives, two field goals, right? Got six points, had a 50-plus yard bomb. What are your thoughts about what you saw out of Zach and were you impressed with what you saw? Do you see the growth and kind of the the evolution of Zach Wilson within this offense? It's hard, you know. On a general basis, I'll say his his overall performance was better than you know there has been improvement for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But it's hard to tell it's hard to tell if that improvement is genuine and authentic or not, um, given that. You know, you're playing a Hall of Fame game. You're playing against a bunch of, you know, backups for the most part. So, mm-hmm. you know, just by just by virtue of him being a second-round draft pick, you have to assume that he's probably better than most, you know, third, fourth rounders and third, fourth mm-hmm. stringers. So, 
it is very difficult to look at that game in particular and say, okay, yeah, he's improved. Because the looks mm-hmm. could be coming slower, you know what I'm saying? Like he, he could be seeing looks, uh, he could be getting three seconds as opposed to two seconds. Or, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's, it is hard to tell because it's not, it's not the caliber of what a starting defense would be putting at him in the NFL. So, but yes, to your point, you know, percentage efficiency for, for passing, you know, very good put points on the board uh, for touchdowns as opposed to field goals, which is like, you know, field goals are, are the bane of just Jets fans existence. So um, all, all in all, all in all, yeah, I'd say it was, it was a positive performance. I think Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. is rubbing off on him. Uh, I think he, Aaron Rodgers is exactly what Zach Wilson needed. He needed someone yeah. to come in and say, hey, I know you're overwhelmed by this, by this league. I don't blame you. Yep. If I came in as a second-round draft pick and then all of a sudden had a team on my shoulders and then all of a sudden I'm in the biggest media market and then we crash and burn and, and he gets completely flattened, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers comes in and says, hey, hey, hey kid, quit, you know, keep your chin up. You have a lot of talent. I'll help you. And, and, and I, think it's, I think it's working. I mean, my, my ultimate yeah. hope is that Zach Wilson could be a starter for us once Aaron Rodgers leaves. So, I mean, yeah. I do like the kid, you know. No, listen, Tim, you're, you're speaking some facts there. That's my hope as well, especially with, you know, him being able to sit behind Aaron Rodgers, who's his hero, and then you got Nathaniel Hackett, who's a guy that I think a lot of people forget was in Jacksonville with Blake Bortles, who was trash. Blake Bortles was not a very good quarterback. But when Nathaniel Hackett was there, he had Blake Bortles looking better than he had ever looked in his career, right? So when you have these guys that you can work with that can really play to your strength, it does nothing but bode well for Zach. And I'm hoping that Zach turns out to be the guy that can lead this franchise for the next couple of years, right? We would all hope. I mean, look, at he was extremely high pick, right? You don't want to waste <laughs> that draft capital. And, you know, sometimes maybe with some guys it takes a little bit longer. I'm not excusing him for, you know, the, the bad play that we've seen the last uh, – his, his first two years, right? But maybe this is the situation, or not even maybe, this is the perfect situation, like you spoke to as well, for him to be able to turn things around with so much of a support system. And, again, not only is he dealing with Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers, you got Tim Boyle as well, but he's being able to be coached by Aaron Rodgers as well, a guy that literally built the system with Nathaniel Hackett. So not only uh-huh. is he the guy that's out there playing, I helped build the system. So I can tell you what it's like, you know, just from a coordinator standpoint, and then I can talk to you about what it's like being an on-the-field standpoint, the guy that's running it, the starting quarterback, and what you can expect what you're going to see. So, yeah, you know, I'm hoping that Zach is going to be able to turn things around. But we'll see. Again, I thought he had a really solid performance. Now, my next question for you, Tim, Makai Becton pulled himself out the game after seven snaps, seven dominant snaps. He looked really good. What are your thoughts about Becton and what he was able to do out there on the field? And are you upset that he pulled himself out of the game because there was some, you know, a little little hesitancy about that need? They wanted to be cautious of what was going on out there with the turf. How do you feel about the whole situation? Um, Joe, you know what? I think I've decided to Irish exit this whole Mackay Becton uh, attention party that, that we're having here the last couple months. Like, I'm just going to silently leave without telling anybody I'm leaving. Um, 
I'm kind of I'm just sick of it, dude. I'm sick of it. Like it, it, the guy's okay. either hurt or he's not. He's either going to play mm-hmm. or he's not. You know, I don't understand why there's so much drama around it. Like it's not like he's the first player that had a knee injury. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I don't know. We talked about this in the past where he's screwed up, you know, like there yeah. was a lot of people yeah. like, like, I know, I know you're pulling for him pretty, pretty big mm-hmm. and that's great. Mm-hmm. And I, and I'd, well, I'd love to see what we can see with six yeah. games in a row from the guy, you know, which we still haven't been able mm-hmm. to do. And what, well, you know, like, you know, he came out and he made some accusations against the Jets organization. So I hope there's no, you know, retaliation, retaliatory kind of behavior on the Jets standpoint, that's illegal. Number mm-hmm. one, number two, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm sure it happens. So, you know, it's, it's troubling because I feel like it's a big distraction for the team. It's at such a key position right now that I don't feel like is getting spoken about enough in general. Like I feel like all of the media that I've been seeing has been focused around Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson and sauce Gardner Okay, what about this offensive line? Everybody mm, wants yeah. to talk about Elijah Vera Tucker. Everybody wants to talk about the other guys. You know, we got some veterans, whatever, and this new center that we just mm-hmm. got, who might be really good. But at the end of the day, we need depth. We need more than one person at each position that is highly capable because that's what's going to be required to win a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. And mm-hmm. – is he going to be there for three games and then walk off with a sore knee? You know, we can't have that. Well, I, we can't listen, have that. I hear you, Tim. I, listen, I hear you. I, I don't think that that I personally, right, and I, and I hear what you're saying, but I personally don't think that's going to be a situation. I think, and I, I understand what you're saying, all right? There's a lot of Jets fans. I went back and forth with a lot of people that were like, come on, man, he should have played the rest of the snaps or whatever. But I look at it like this. It's a preseason game. The field was whatever the field was. You know, there were guys flipping around out there. And if he looked at it, just like the trainers did as well, and, of course, they he talked about feeling it, you know, in warm-ups as well on that turf. And they said, okay, well, you know, go ahead and let him, let him you know, sit down. That's I'm fine with that because, again, this is a preseason game. I don't want him to go out there and hurt himself or make the situation way worse than what it is, and then we miss him, you know, for however long a time. We've, we've had that happen in the past, right? But I tell you what, Tim, the snaps that he was out there, he looked really dominant. And that looked like it was showing some – he looked a lot like the Mekhi Beckton I remember the rookie year. So as he continues to build strength to that knee, continues to build confidence within that knee, I'm excited to see that. I do understand why there are people that are making their, you know, their exits or they're just like, come on, like, you know, let's wait and see. But, again, preseason. Hopefully, you know, we'll continue to see more from him. He's come out and talked about, you know, he has no issues moving to right tackle. He lined up at left tackle last night. Um, And so we'll see what happens as we continue forward. But like you said as well, the offensive line does have a lot of questions on it, and I've been a guy that's been talking about it. I know everybody is talking about Dwayne Mm -hmm. Brown, who was decent for us last year, right? But he's still on the pup to this point. He's still on the pup list as of right Mm -hmm. now. I'm live. Maybe they did it five minutes ago. Maybe they took him off. I don't know. But I'm, as of right now, from what I know, he's still on the pup list, and he ain't been out there. Mm-hmm. And I know that there are some people that was jumping on Max Mitchell uh, because of what they saw in the preseason game, right? So 
So there's mm-hmm. some questions at both tackle spots. We knew that. I talked about that before the draft, and there's still some questions now, of course. Broderick Jones is not here. So we'll see what happens and how things shake out. But I, I do think that the offensive line is something we absolutely have to keep our eyes on this upcoming season. And, uh, you know, because it's going to, again, we got Aaron Rodgers here. We don't want him getting his head taken off. And he's a guy that needs to be protected. Now, he can get the ball out of his hands very quickly. It is A-Rod. But still, you know what I'm saying? You want to make sure that you're blocking effectively for him. So I see your concerns there, Tim. Now, if we can I, I got a ball. quick quick question, go, go Joe. I got a quick go question ahead, go for ahead. you. Go ahead. Why do you think why do you think the Jets didn't now I know obviously, you know, they can only get so many players and they can only get so many draft picks and they can only get so many focused target players that they want in the draft. Yeah. And maybe there wasn't a whole lot available in free agency, but I'm still sitting mm-hmm. here kind of I'm just scratching my head. Like we had going into the off season, we had the number one, we had the defensive rookie of the year, the offensive rookie of the year. We were mm-hmm. fairly, we were fairly confident who we wanted to go get on the wide receiver side yeah. to supplement Wilson, and it really wasn't going to be super expensive in McCall Hardman mm-hmm. and Lazard, and then, yeah. uh, and then we had most of the pieces on defense already in place. Maybe maybe looking to add some depth at the linebacker and and edge position. Um, but mostly in place. So, so mm-hmm. for me, offensive line is by far the biggest thing. You got you got Hall of Fame quarterback coming in. You know he's old, so you don't want him to get hit. Mm-hmm. No. You know, uh, you know. So why? My question for you, Joe, is why did they not think that it was important to add two more? super large human beings that we can at least get a few snaps out of <laughs> if, if something happens. Because, because look, yeah. what happened last year? Elijah Vera Tucker went down, Makai Becton went down. Both of those yeah. things could happen again this year, and we have no replacements. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and, and, I, and, and I it's like everybody, everybody's still thinking about Super Bowl. And, well, guess what, guys? We're not going to go anywhere at all regardless of our weapons. I mean, yeah, okay, we might scrounge out a few wins with Aaron Rodgers running for his life and throwing a Hail Mary, but that's no way to win mm-hmm. a Super Bowl. So what are we yeah. doing here, guys? Like, I don't hear anybody caring about it, talking about it. It's all about Mekhi Becton's knee. Okay, well, yeah. forget, forget him for a minute. What about, what about, what are we doing here? I mean, we should have yeah. the absolute best offensive line in the league, bar none, if that's yeah. what you're going to try to do and put Aaron Rodgers behind you. Like, what are we doing? Well, I, I I, yeah, I, it, listen, Tim, and, and I hear you. And I think that there were two modes of thought. I think there was a lot of people that look at last season and think that a lot of the issues, particularly along the line, of course, there was a lot of injuries, right? We all know that. That line was dying. Mm-hmm. That we were down to our third, fourth guys, right? So we're getting guys back now. But I think they also look at it like A-Rod is going to be able to get the ball out of his hands quicker than Zach Wilson was. So that's going to deplete a lot of issues as far as pressure, right? That's one thing. The second thing is they they were in. I remember free agency. The name escapes me, but they were in on some tackles, and but they didn't end up with them. But we did add some guys. Carter Warren, we got him in the draft. I know everyone keeps trying to tell me that we were not targeting uh, Broderick Jones, and it, stop, please stop, everybody. <laughs> okay, this is not something I made up. We wanted Broderick Jones. He didn't end up being a Jet. That's fine. But stop acting like the Jets were not trying to get Broderick Jones. I wanted to stop. But we did end up with Carter Warren and Billy Turner as well. Remember, Billy Turner's a veteran tackle. 
Uh, he's a veteran journeyman tackle, and he knows this system through and through. He knows Nathaniel Hackett, knows what he's bringing up, knows what's up. So we did add some guys, but they're not the big superstar names, and I understand what, exactly what you're saying and where you're coming from, Tim. You want the best offensive line for you know, probably the best quarterback you could argue. He might be the best quarterback we've ever had in our franchise history, right? That's what and, the mo- and the most important but, piece of our team, bar none. Yeah, yeah, completely right. But, you know, as we continue forward, again, we're seeing, we'll see what happens with Dwayne Brown. He's still on the pup. We'll see what happens with Kai Beckham. He's still building strength in that knee. But there is some questions up front. I know a lot – we talk about the tackles all the time, but what about a guy like Lakin Thomason? He was mm-hmm. awful last year. Is he going to be better mm-hmm. this season? Right? You look right. at that center position as well. Connor McGovern. Connor McGovern is not good. Joe Tipman, young guy, rookie, can he step yeah. in and grab that spot? To this point, he's really been working with the third stringers, right? So I don't know what's happening there. Right? So there's right. a lot of battles, and this, is, and this is what I talk I've been talking about this, and a lot of people have been telling me to shut up. I feel like nobody's talking about it, Joe. Nobody's <laughs> talking about it. People have been telling me to shut up, right? But, yeah, there, there's absolutely some questions there. And so there is some credence to your point. But listen, Tim, i got to slide off. My lines are hot. Thank you for calling in. Yep. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Yeah, man, great talking to you. Go Jets, man. Have a good night. Absolutely. Salute. Woo! Listen, we're going to keep you into these lines. The lines are hot. 515-602-9639. Again, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. I'm taking all callers. I lost it earlier. This show is off the rails. Next! I'm going to Chris, man. I'm coming directly to Chris. Chris Salute, I want to thank you for calling in. Before we let Chris even talk, yeah. Chris is a savage, man. Savage. 631-562, we'll come to you guys in a second. Chris Salute. Listen, Chris, I've been going back hey, and forth up? with people. Give me your thoughts about this situation with Makai Beckton pulling himself after the listen, game, listen. out of the game, excuse oh, yeah. me. Right. Go ahead, so, give me your thoughts. I guess I guess this guy Tim, right? And he was he talking about Makai Beckton. You know, let me just say Makai Beckton is in a grant a contract year and he's gonna take every precaution he, he can to get on the field. And everybody's talking about the offensive line. Oh, the offensive line, like the offensive line was trash. Well, how come how come um uh, Garrett Wilson got a thousand yards last year if he, if, he, if he, with with six quarterbacks with the offensive line uh, was so was so terrible. How did um, uh, uh, Reese Hall well, get all those yards? Mm-hmm. If, if everybody was so bad, right? And then mm-hmm. you got to understand, you can have everybody playing up on the line, blitzing. That tears his hands on your quarterback. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. dare you to put eight in the box against Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. I dare you to do that, right? So yeah. now you have weapons. Well, now you have to spread spread out your passing lanes. Now you have to spread out the whole thing. So. You know, talking about the Jets off of the line, I don't think because injury, because, you know, he had injuries, just record injuries. You had like eight guys in, on injury, and then, you know, yeah. that that helped out. That, that that hurt the offensive line. But Garrett Wilson mm-hmm. still was a 1,000-yard receiver. Mm-hmm. No, listen, Chris, and I hear what you're saying, right? Garrett Wilson was phenomenal for us last season, but our running game was awful. Right? Our running game was awful. And what did that? Yeah, just but that was, after, that was after – yeah, no, listen, that yep. was. That was after there were some injuries, right? We saw them. ATV went down, right? A little bit later we saw guys go down. Right. But I still think that the offensive line is still is a question mark. I think everybody has the right to say that they're a concern, right? I'm not saying that they're the bottom of the barrel or they're the worst in the league, 
But they absolutely are correct in having concern, especially when you look at the situation. I just talked about it. Dwayne Brown, everybody's saying, well, Dwayne Brown's going to be starting left tackle. We don't have to worry about that. He's still on the pup list. He ain't been out there. We just finished our first preseason game. He's on the pup. Right. And, again, Dwayne Brown wasn't, isn't like a top-tier tackle in the league. He's, he's okay. He's solid. He's decent. Yeah. But he's still on the pup. And then you've got questions as well on the other side. Okay, let's say Makai Beckton wins the left tackle position. What do you do with Dwayne right. Brown? He's never played right, right tackle in his entire career. Right. So then who, who right. do you turn to? Is Max Mitchell going to be the right tackle? Right. Is it going to be Billy Turner? Right? And even right. if, let's right. say you put Max Mitchell there, there's questions with Max Mitchell. Max Mitchell is coming back off of a knee injury and blood clot. Can he stay healthy a full season? Hell, that's right. still a question with Dwayne Brown. Can he stay healthy a full season? He wasn't healthy last right. season. So right. there, there's questions there, and that's why I say these questions are credible. I'm just here to listen to the people. You know, I go back and forth. Right. Listen, I, 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 but I, I will say that questions. the questions about the offensive line are credible, especially when you look at Lakin Thomason, who was trash last year. Is he going to be better? Who's going to be the Jets' right. starting center? Is it going to be Tittman or McGovern? Last time we saw McGovern, he was right. trash too. Right. So those are my questions. Right. But I'm just saying, offensive line is a concern. Go ahead, Chris. I mean, it is it is a concern. I mean, I'm not going to say that that it's, it's a great, but I give guys credit. Last year, they did the best that they could, uh, and and if you have a Hall of Fame quarterback, that makes your whole offense better. I mean, Tom Brady did it for years. Can you name his five offensive linemen that was on his thing? So a great quarterback makes the team better all around them. It's just not just the the thing. And you have weapons, and you have other things, and you have schemes where you can actually scheme that that. Uh, these guys free, and you got good, run, mm-hmm. good running backs that take lanes. You got screens. You got a lot of stuff that that's there. So the offensive line could be utilized in many ways. So, like I said, mm-hmm. I, I understand people's concern about it, but you know, this is this is this is a different guy. I mean, I mean, I, I'm sure that you know they they sat down in this and they went over this many times, and I, and I think that thirty million dollars that that Rogers is there, they can go get somebody. If they, in, in the case they need to help, help, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. that's well. No, listen, and, and I hear you, and I'm hoping again. We'll see what happens if things continue to play out. I'm still a guy that's thinking that Makai Becton can really push to be the Jets' left tackle. People call me delusional. I, I'm no, you're not delusional. He took those ta- those snaps that he took in that preseason game. He looks phenomenal to me. But I think it, again, the situation is still evolving, and we'll see how it plays out. But the offensive line, to me, is a concern. And I understand what you're talking about with Brady and those things, but I remember when Aaron Rodgers was in Green Bay and that offensive line was sketchy and he was getting hit and he was getting hurt a lot. (laughs) A lot. Okay? And that's not something I want to see. But, again, there's another mode of thought where, hey, if he's getting the ball out of his hands quickly, which he will, he's going to be all right, you know? So we'll see as we continue forward, right? Now, we're talking about that offensive line and the situation there. Give me your thoughts about Zach Wilson and what you saw out of him. Were you impressed now, with is, the throws and things that he did out there? All right. Zach looked pretty good last night. And here's, here's, mm-hmm. here's the thing I'm going, to, I'm going to tell you. and You're going to understand it more than anybody else, right? You, mm-hmm. in, you in L.A. and you out there. Phil Jackson had the triangle offense, right? So when he brought it, yeah, him in the triangle yeah. offense was the whole thing about, you know, the basketball and, 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 and it was supposed to be the greatest offense. So when he brought it mm-hmm. to New York, it didn't work. It wasn't great. You know, our players wasn't good around, but, you know, the triangle offense was supposed to be the offense. The telling thing about Zach Wilson is that 
if they can build – and this is for any quarterback. Can you build the offense around him that highlights his, his strengths and hides his weaknesses? Because if you can't do that, then the, the, off, the, the quarterback's going to struggle. So the telling tale about Zach Wilson is that if he he's going to be this system that take off with it. But he looked pretty good last mm-hmm. night, you know, and and, and maybe yeah. and that's going to look bad on Mike Lafleur because when because this I, I like to rewind Zach Wilson for a minute. You look when his first year when he bought in um, his quarterback coach and they start running a lot of plays. He didn't look kind of he didn't look bad at all to be honest with you. And everybody was like, wow, this guy is really good because they start doing some of the plays and stuff that he, he was familiar with. And then Michael Flaw brought in his whole offense, you know, and, and it, it didn't work. So it's going to be telling tale to see if this offense that, that they're building uh, suits him quickly. He, he can take off, man, if, if it's good. So he looked pretty good last night. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, Zach has had his struggles. Uh, Michael Floor, you know, that, of course, that was the, the quarterback that him and Sella brought in off the back and drafted. But he's, he's struggled upstairs. He struggled identifying defenses. He struggled with things like that. But moving forward now, because we know he was horrible last season, and I'm a Zach guy, but I keep it real because I'm a realist, right? He was awful. Right. He couldn't recognize he things that were coming. He, couldn't, he was just bad. He was forcing footballs where they didn't belong, and he wasn't playing safe football. That's what got him benched right. initially and then the reset and stuff like that. But I will say this. Nathaniel Hackett is a guy that can put an offense together, and especially, again, with him – sitting behind Aaron Rodgers' hero and being able to be groomed and evolved and just being, you know, immersed within this offense with a guy who built it and a guy who's going out there and running, I think it's going to do a world of good for Zach Wilson, especially when he has Aaron Rodgers in his ear. So my final question for you, Chris, before I let you go, what player on defense impressed you the most in this game? The defense? Yeah. Oh, um, uh, Bryce Huff. Okay. Bryce Huff, okay. It looks, he looks like he. he uh, I, I gotta say too, Bryce Huff and Will McDonald. You know, I, I gotta mm-hmm. leave those two. Uh, uh, Bryce Huff looks like a real player. He looks a real pass rusher. Uh, if mm-hmm. we don't bring in any significant free agents, uh, you know, some of that money is gonna go to him, uh, and mm-hmm. we're gonna probably have to resign that guy, uh, barring yeah. anything else. Uh, and yeah. Will McDonald looks like the, the younger version of Chandler Jones, and uh, mm. for this defense. But this defense, that's a scary thing. If you got Jermaine mm-hmm. Johnson, you got uh, Quentin Williams, you got uh, Carl Lawson, who's always, uh, you got Bryce Huff, and you got somebody mm-hmm. like Chandler Jones in the backfield, uh, you're going to be mm-hmm. running for your life uh, as a quarterback. So yeah. The Jets have a, definitely a good pass. And listen, at the end of the day, everybody's gonna, some people mad that the Jets lost the game. They pretty much shut out the, 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 the 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 um the um the, Chris, the Cleveland thing. So Man, don't you know? get me started on people hitting me up mad about the Jets losing a damn preseason game. I'm telling you, Chris. I mean, I didn't, I didn't what do you what do you expect? I, didn't have I mean what do you expect out of a preseason game, really? I mean really man, it's I mean it's practice it's basically a, a pre made practice. I mean you don't yeah. lose in Chris, practice. I mean that, that, I don't know. it's 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 my blood. Chris, I got to slide off. I got other callers. Next all right, time brother, I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? All right. All right. Listen, Chris called in with some fire. We're going to keep getting to these lines, 515-602-9639. You know, show's getting low. We got a, this is a two-hour show. We got about 20 minutes left, but we're going to get to everybody, trust. Next!
we're going to go to my guy, Bill. Bill, we're coming to you. Rusty, we're coming to you next. So hold on, Rusty. Believe me, we're going to get to everybody. Bill salutes. Okay, before we let Bill even talk, just know that Bill is a savage. Bill salutes. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, Bill, I done gone back and forth. This show was off the rails earlier. All right. Give me your thoughts about the situation with Kai Becton and him pulling himself after, uh, you know, a couple snaps due to him wanting to be cautious with his knee. How are you feeling about that? Big Joe, thanks for having me, first of all. Thanks. It was good to speak to you again. It's been a little bit. But, yeah, Makai Becton pulling himself out of the game. If he blew out his knee, what would everyone say? So, I, I, you know, you can't, you can't please the fans. He's, he's got to take point. care of himself. He's got to be smart. That's a really good And point. the coaching staff, they have to be smart also. You know, so they know what they're doing. It's preseason. It's the first game. Why do we care? Let him get strong. Let him get fine. Let him get healed again. He'll be out there. We didn't see Aaron Rodgers. Is everyone talking about Aaron Rodgers? Why didn't he play? Of course not. We don't know. What, we know he doesn't need to play. Okay, I got a little reps in there, shook it off a little bit. Uh, he'll be fine. Not an issue. Yeah. That that was a darn good point, Bill. That was a darn good point. I, I, I said a lot of different things. I would not say that. If he would have jacked his knee up, then what would you say? You know, that's a darn oh, good point. Now, <laughs> we continue on, right? Zach Wilson, what were your thoughts out of what you saw from him? Good. I mean, good enough. Good enough. I mean, it's what we wanted to see. Go out there. He had a couple of options where he had to kind of go through his progression. He did. He didn't panic and run. When he did run, he, he mm-hmm. slipped, which was, you know, not his fault. The field was a mess. But it was positive. Um, again, people are getting a little excited. We're not going to see him all year. He's taking a red shirt. If we see him, that means uh, Rodgers is hurt. So, well, that's not good, but maybe we get to keep our first-round pick. But nobody really wants to see <laughs> – as much as we love Zach, nobody wants to see him play this year. So, um, keep him loose out there. He'll keep growing. He'll get his confidence up there. Uh, you saw a lot of good – Shots out there of him sitting next to Aaron, Aaron sitting down talking to him, walking him through some plays, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of thing we, we needed out of this entire relationship. Get uh, a couple of years of Rogers playing, then we have that residual effect of him learning, teaching and uh, getting Zach up to speed, and then we see what we have on his sister. Yeah. When you saw the Jets' defense, man, what were your thoughts about the performance that they put out there? I mean, I, I identified guys. We talk about Bryce Huff, Will McDonald. I was kind of impressed when we saw Sherwood as well, especially when you look at our linebacker position and the question marks that are there. I mean, when you watched, where were some of the guys you saw and you were like, wow, they really shine for you. Yeah, I agree with you on the linebacker side, Sherwood. uh, These guys are going to be rotational maybe uh, in the linebacker court, but the guys in the defensive line, we knew we had a lot of depth there. We got to see that. Everyone's talking about McDonald with the spin move. You know, we talk about Bryce Huff getting through there. Jermaine Johnson, I don't know if everyone saw how he's getting held all night. One guy has been the face mask. There was an instant replace, slow motion of – it was on Huff, I guess, when he was going in for his uh, his hit. But I'm, look, I'm looking, and the, the, the offensive line says a handful of face masks for Johnson. So that's the kind of stuff we need mm-hmm. to see. He gets off the line fast. They can't stop him, and they're going to have to do whatever they can to get in front of our guys. And that's going to make it easier for the linebackers in the secondary. So, yeah, it was really it was really encouraging. The guys we expected to, to see shine, shine, uh, shown a little bit. But, again, we got to remember these are mm-hmm. the second-tier second guys. Uh, these are not the starters of, of the Browns. But I think from what we saw, especially from defensive line, linebackers, they're flying around. They were getting the way they need to get. Very encouraging. So looking forward to seeing them yeah. grow on that. Yeah. Listen, Bill, you're bringing some heat. My final question before I let you go, man, because you're really uh, – you're, you're, you're bringing it right now. Give me a guy on offense and a guy on defense that you're going to be keeping your eyes on for the next upcoming preseason game that we're going to have. Uh, definitely – 
uh, Will McDonald. I mean, they had him out there. Um, you know, a decent amount of snaps. So I definitely want to see how he performs going going forward. Everyone had the whole thing about him being smaller. That was a big concern about him. But if you watch him at uh, Iowa State, he played in a 3-4, in a true 3-4. So it wasn't like he was in a 4-3 where he had, uh, you know, he was a, a wide guy. He was played inside more. He took on bigger guys. I'm taking on a couple of double teams. So the guy's a lot of heart, a lot of energy. So I want to see him keep up that mm-hmm. stamina uh, to, to wear down offensive linemen. And then on the defensive side, I'm sorry, on the offensive side, uh, I think mm-hmm. I think Tipman. I think I want to see Tipman. Uh, Tipman, mm, because okay. uh, you know, everyone's kind of they're wondering about you know what's going on there. You know, it's hard for everyone to, to figure out what's going on with the offensive lineman. It's in the middle. We need to kind of get some commentators to kind of tell us what we see out there. But I just wanted to see some more of him. Uh, again, how he works and grows with the guys on the left and right of him. Uh, it's going to be tough because people are kind of judging him, but he's not going to have his uh, Ver Tucker and Tomlinson next to him, which he's going to have throughout the year. And that's going to, you know, it's going to be a lot easier to see his performance during the, the season versus now when he has mm-hmm. a couple of guys next to him who are going to be backups. And, you know, they don't have that sync that they've been working on in the first team in practice. So, you know, he, he may get a mm-hmm. lot of people kind of question marks and whatnot, but you know, they have to keep that in mind. He's not playing next to the guys he's been practicing next to him he's going to play with during the year. So yeah, we just really have yeah. to watch more closely, I guess. Yeah. Listen, Bill, this yeah. was a great this was a great call from you, man. You really brought it. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. Call in next time, man. I definitely I'll, want to talk I'll to call you in, again. Man. It's been a little I'll bit. I'll call in earlier. It's been a little bit. Then they're trying to make din- get dinner ready for the kids, man, but I'll call you in earlier next time. All right. Listen, respect. You know, so salute to respect to your kids. You know, children are a blessing. Listen, Bill, thank you for calling in. I got to slide off, all right? All right, brother. Talk to you. All right, you have a good one. Listen, Bill, bring in some fire. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. Before we come, Rusty, you are next. We're going to go to Jigaman. Jigaman in the chat. Salute, savage. Jigaman says, Long Beach Joe, how you doing? What are your thoughts on Dolphins fans and Packers fans who say Billy Turner is trash and often injured? Listen, Billy Turner is a veteran uh, journeyman tackle. All right? He's a guy that's moving and shaking. He understands the offense here with Nathaniel Hackett. We'll see what we get when he comes here. Because I remember a lot of crazy, a lot of people had a lot of stuff to say about Dwayne Brown, right, before he stepped in here and played left tackle for us. And he played, you know, pretty solid for us last season, all right, when he was out there. So guess what? That's what Billy Turner is coming in here to do. If something happens, we got it pulled in, or he might be able to snatch that right tackle spot. There's a lot of talk about that, that he could end up snatching that, that spot. There's a lot of rotations and stuff going on. But as of right now, in my opinion, He's a guy that's going to be a quality backup here, a guy that can move and shake. And, again, he understands this offense through and through. So, Packers, Dolphins fans, you know, listen, I got enough Packers fans on me as it is, all right? <laughs> Those guys be trying to bother me constantly. I pay them no mind, all right? But they have been trying to get at your boy, all right? I got at them, and then they tried to get at me, you know. So, it's been going back and forth. But for the most part, I keep – my mind. It's just a lot of hate. We got Aaron Rodgers now. They want to hate on me. Whatever it is, what it is. All right. But salute to Jigga Man. We're going to get back to these lines again. 515-602-9639. Final call of the night, my guy, Rusty. We're coming directly to him. Listen, for those of you that do not know, Rusty, he's a savage. Salute, Joe and fellow savages. Listen, salutes, Rusty, you know, with shows winding down. as I've been going off. People wanting to trade pass rushers. They want to turn tackles into guards. 
Yeah, you've been taking man. a beating. <laughs> man, I've been going off. I've been going off on people, Rusty. I've been going off on people. You know what I'm saying? I got Packers fans attacking me. As far as I'm concerned, they're all. Well, the Acme Packers, they're like Wiley Coyote with the Acme Rockets saying nothing. It's going to blow up in their face. Yeah, they're just not going to stop. Listen, Rusty, time's getting short. Give me your thoughts about Zach Wilson and the performance that you saw from him against the Browns. I liked it. It was mental progression. You know, he uh, he, he, he 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 didn't do the dumb, dumb stuff, you know. Of course, he hit the talented stuff. And then, too, uh, a lot of people are saying also on that bomb pass that he did to Taylor, he – he had more of like a um, like a dart arc, if it, if you like a dart arch, if you will, or whatever, mm-hmm. on that ball. Because mm-hmm. usually he, you know, like he could chuck it, but he lets them hang. You know what I mean? To where mm-hmm. the guy's got to slow down a little bit. And Taylor was mm-hmm. hitting, you know, like he hit him in stride with that. So, and it, he, you know, he wasn't freaking out. It, it was good. It was a good mental progression yeah. for him. I, I like yeah. it, you know. Like, yeah. you know, got six points, whatever. What we got, Greg Leg. I'm, I, I hope not. Got wood and finally yeah. got a kicker. But you know, yeah. see what happens yeah. with that. Yeah, listen, I, I thought Zach looked good out there as well. Like you said, went through his progressions, handled business. But there was a lot of people also looking at the offensive line, talking about Makai. Quickly, give me your thoughts about him pulling himself from the game, feeling you know, being cautious with the knee. Are you a Jets fan that was upset with that? It stinks, but, you know, as a person that had that sort of knee injury and then, you know, kudos to him also. You know, it takes a lot because, you know, then you're viewed one way, but that other guy was right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what if he got injured? Didn't say nothing. Like, yeah, I got it. I got it. You know? Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, now he's done-done to where he, like, hopefully it was, you know, like how people get stingers. You know, it happens with that. Like, it's weird. So, I mean, and they were also playing on a high school field. The NFL should, like, pay those kids yeah. or that school mad money and, like, put a respectable <laughs> field on. You know, like, yeah. really? It's a Hall yeah. of Fame game, yeah. and you're going to play at a high school field? That isn't, I don't know. But, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I respect him for it. You know, that takes actually, that takes balls, bro. That takes huevos. Mm-hmm. That, it, yeah. it, you know, because you know he was going to catch flack for it. What he did seven yeah. out of the twenty to twenty-five. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it stinks, but no. I like it because we're saving him now. You know, like yeah. go ahead, save yourself. It's your business, literally. He's an independent contractor. That's what all these NFL players are. You know, you have to. You know, the team's there, but you have to look out for you so you can be part of the team. You know. Yeah. No, listen. That makes I mean, sense. I, I hear your take there, and I. I you know, I kind of spoke the same thing. I wanted him to be cautious with the knee. He's still building strength in it, still building confidence in it. But when he was out there, okay, and those snaps, he looked very dominant. And the movement is He was eye-hopping it. But, again, yeah, but, again, you know, it takes time. So my final question for you, Rusty, because you bring in the heat, man, give me a guy that you saw defensively, okay, out there that, that wowed you. Was a guy, or maybe give me two guys, that you were like, wow, I'm excited to see these guys going into the season. Happily wowed, and I talked about him. I'm surprised not a lot of people did, too. And that's Trey Dean, man. He got 15 tackles, Oh, bro. yeah. Yep. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He, that's, you know, I'm, 
I, I like, you know, Florida, you know, the Gators as, as far as, like, college, but I'm, I'm skeptical just with defensive guys in Florida, J.J., you know. Hopefully he makes that pass, you know, that just negates that, and then it just, you know, blossoms on to Dean. I like him, man. Mm-hmm. I, I think that he's going to make the team and eventually be a safety. He's smart. Uh, mm-hmm. And as far as the other defensive guy, not a re- I mean, Surratt. He surprised me, man. Mm-hmm. Surratt looks good. It's okay. just yeah. hopefully those injuries stay away from him. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they do. Listen, Rusty, you're getting short on time. You know, your blog talk like to hate on your boy. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? No doubt. Absolutely. Salute show and salute fellow savages. Let's go Jets. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> This was a hot show, okay? For those of y'all that are new, I know I have new callers, new viewers. Salute and respect to all of you. Welcome. It's a two-hour show, man, okay? And we go, we go hot, man, all right? So I'm going to go ahead and close out the show now. What a show, all right? Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page, my content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me, I'll message it right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show on Twitter as well. Go on over to Twitter, type in at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. Okay, follow me, I'll follow you right back, and you're troll me. No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times. Okay? Elijah Vera Tucker is going to dominate people this upcoming season. All right? I mean, that's just what we do at USC, right? Right? If you need a good offensive lineman, you need a good player, just go to USC, and that's all you got to worry about, all right? Fight on. Okay, so I'll be down there with Vera Tucker, trolling. All right, personal page on Twitter is at YoungJ000 to three zeros. Follow me; we can go back and forth. I'm also on YouTube as well. Okay, come on over to YouTube. Type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Okay, subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Thumbs up button. All right. Share the content across social media as well with your friends and your family. And if you want to troll me on YouTube. Get in those comments, okay? Troll me, and we can go back and forth. And as always, people, when I see you in person, because I will see you in person, okay, eventually, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone that will cost you absolutely nothing, all right? No matter what anyone tells you, the hugs will always remain free. I want to thank you folks for listening. I want to thank you folks for talking. I want to thank you folks for calling in. I want to thank you folks for interacting with your boy any way that you do. It is greatly appreciated, all right? So until the next show, you folks have a good one. Peace. (laughs) 